On today's episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we're going to be going over the VIX call ladder hedge. A few disclaimers before we start. First, I'm not a financial advisor, so everything on this podcast is for informational purposes only and not to be construed as investment advice. Second, this is not actually my strategy. Uh, this strategy I originally learned on the Option Alpha YouTube channel. Um, it was their strategy that Kirk went over. And for whatever reason, uh, the video has been taken down and is no longer viewable. And to clarify, there were two videos at the time, one of which is still up. So I don't want you to confuse um, this with the other video. So they had a what's called a doomsday hedge or a tail risk hedge, which is the one I'll be going over today. And another one that used VIX, um, I think it was call spreads or call ratios. And it was meant more as sort of an income strategy slash opportunistic um, capture of uh, more mild pops and volatility. So that video is like 40 some minutes. It's still on YouTube. That is not the one I'll be going over. The one that we'll be talking about is, as far as I know, no longer available. And third, um, lastly, I... Um, I am currently running the VIX call ladder in my portfolio, but I, in fact, was not using this during COVID. I had a friend that was running the VIX call ladder. I myself was using the Black Swan Hedge um, taught by um, Ron Bertino in his course. So, and I may touch on that at some later date. Um, but um, I I know from my friend's experience that it did have a really good return. It worked very well. Um, he had about a 2,000% return. So um, it basically did what it was supposed to. Um, so anyways, let's jump right in real quick and I can get into some of the finer points and kind of what to expect. So the VIX call ladder is so called because it is using long call options, right? You're gonna be buying these for debit and it's a ladder because you're gonna be placing them 120 days out, 120 DTE. So it's actually pretty straightforward you're going to be buying 10 delta call options at 100 DTE. And it's a ladder because as you put them on, so you're going to do this once a month. And, you know, if you put on 120 DTE um, after 30 days, the 120 becomes 90 DTE. So you'll still have those on. You're going to put on another tranche or another rung of the ladder at 100 120 DTE. After 30 days, that one becomes 90. The one that was 90 becomes 60. You put on another 120. Um, so after four months, you're going to have four tranches to the ladder. Okay, you're going to have at 30, 60, 90, and 120. Every single time, you're going to put them at 120 DT at 10 delta. Okay, now just a little bit of a finer point. Um, I tweaked it a little bit uh, just so that I'm not waiting so long in between entries. Uh, rather than once a month, I actually enter twice a month at a smaller allocation. So I will enter once at 135 DTE, about half a month later, that same expiration will be 120, right? And then halfway through the month, um, and just a quick example, right now is August, so I'll, I'd be putting on something like the um, September, October, November, probably the December uh, expiration, right? So when December was 135 days, I put on a tranche. When December was 120 days, I put on a tranche. Um, about half a month later, the January, uh, January 2022, um, 
that became 135 i put half of those on it and then when the january became 120 i'll put those on so that's my setup anyway so and rather than once a month i put them on twice a month and the allocation suggested in the original option alpha video was a quarter percent per month okay so this is basically uh, your account balance whatever it is you know for example if you have a hundred thousand dollar account so hundred thousand times one percent is one thousand quarter of that is going to be 250 so you'd be spending 250 dollars a month on as many of these vix call options as it takes to hit the 250 so right now um probably the 10 delta is anywhere from 65 to 70 cents so 65 bucks about 250 to spend i would buy 3.8 you know or round up or round down around three or four contracts now uh again since i do a uh twice a month allocation rather than quarter percent a month i'm spending an eighth of a percent twice a month but the bottom line is you're spending um, in this case and you can choose your own allocations but you're spending three percent total right a year on and that's a fixed cost right for hedging um now one thing to, to, to distinguish is you're spending three times uh you're spending three percent a year but because this is on a rolling 120 DTE basis, and you're going to have, you know, basically four tranches on, you will essentially have a 1% of your portfolio allocated at any one time. Now, in COVID, uh, or pre-COVID, I should say, this uh, 10 Delta was probably the 35 to 40 strike call options. And during COVID, so my friend was running this, and he got a 2,000% return. So 1% allocation basically became a 20% return on his account, right? So if you, if you think that the you know, market, I don't know what the drawdown was, 33, 30-some percent, right? This, this almost ate up all the drawdown. So very powerful. In fact, it works very well. Now, obviously, to set the expectations, this is not going to work. In fact, any hedging based on tail risk is not going to work as well as pre-COVID, right? Because the tails are much more expensive now. VIX is higher. Um, all the tails are priced more. Right now, the, the VIX call ladder at 10 Delta is routinely from 65, 70 strike, right? So it's not just not going to work as well. And you shouldn't expect it to, right? Obviously, ap after there's a big fire, right? Fire insurance is probably going to cost more. Um, that, that kind of idea. So, um, but, you know, it's better than nothing, honestly. So I'm still running this. And um, just anecdotally, uh, I think this was late January. We had a, a um, you know, a couple of down days where the market was down three to four percent, and VIX jumped to something like thirty-five or something. Um, I did see a one percent return, one percent gain on my account, right? Um, so remember, and this this essentially represented a hundred percent return on my allocation, right? Because it was a one percent allocation, and I made a percent. Right. I didn't monetize because right, you don't want to monetize unless there's an actual crash. But I did notice uh, the, the hedge had doubled in value, which is not that much. But remember, this was a, you know, a couple, two, three, four percent drop. VIX going to like 35. Right. And, and the, the hedge doubled. So imagine, um, you know, if we do have another big crash, 25, 30 percent VIX going to, you know, 70 or 80. You know, you can imagine it's going to it's going to do something right. And. Uh, before uh, now with the strikes being at like 65 70 i, I know people are going to say well what if vix doesn't go to 60 or 70 again right because you know what because it's vix vix goes to 50 and you know 
then it's not going to be in the money. Is it going to do anything? So keep in mind, these are still options on a VIX, not VIX directly. So the options themselves have Vega, right? They have um, implied volatility. So, uh, you know, there's the, the vol of vol, so to speak. So if, if we get a spike of VIX to 50 or 60 or something like that, even if these options are not in the money, they're going to have vega right vega expansion volatility expansion just like if you bought a put option out of the money or actually another example for you guys who sell put options out of the money right you routinely see losses and your positions expand when your options are not even in the money right that's the same idea right so just keep that in mind um so as far as the entry criteria that that's it it's, it's very straightforward um the exit criteria honestly that's kind of up to you um, nobody knows when the peak of a crash is going to be or a VIX is going to spike. So you have to have some kind of plan in mind, right? You can exit at a, a fixed VIX level, right? If VIX hits 50, I'll liquidate, right? Or liquidate half of it, right? You can take it off in tranches. Um, if I see a certain percentage profit, right? It's a 1% allocation. Let's say I get a 5% return, right? That's 500% profit, for example, that you can have a profit target. Um, one other idea is if you want just a hedge as a drawdown control, you could do nothing, right? If, um, now this was kind of maybe more prevalent and actually, honestly, even in COVID, it wasn't that prevalent because I was going to say you could let it cash settle in the money, but VIX, um, spiked so fast and came back so fast during COVID that that probably wouldn't have made a lot of money, um, because basically volatility just came back down. Right. And one thing. If you want, you can backtest this, okay? You can go ahead and backtest, for example, on eDelta Pro, set something up where you're entering 120 days out, buying a 10 Delta call at some, um, I think eDelta only does one contract at a time, but you get an idea of the profit. Now, something to clarify, um, I've, I've had people backtest this and be like, well, it didn't do anything, <laughs> right? But remember, uh, the, the backtest doesn't know to take a profit unless you tell it to, right? So... You know, you set it at a thousand percent profit, two thousand percent profit. You're gonna see this thing monetize, and I think someone in the forum, um, Tasty Trade Options, they, I think it peaks out at six thousand percent profit before you actually see um, it not hit that target. Okay, so the reason, and then this is just for context, because again, we don't expect this thing to be as powerful as it was pre-COVID, and secondly, you're not gonna know when the peak happens, um, so. Setting the back test to 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, you can just convince yourself that the hedge does in fact work. It's going to do something, okay? Um, but again, at the end of the day, you need to figure out what your plan is, right? If you have the hedge just for drawdown control, maybe you don't really need to do anything because it's going to control your drawdown and be kind of offsetting your losses from your other strategies. Or again, like I said, set a profit target, you can um, have some kind of trigger based on VIX, but, and, and it's gonna be really hard to really know what to do until things happen, but thinking about it ahead of time, at least will give you some context. And one thing I suggest you check out is, um, there's a podcast that I listen to called The Derivative. It's literally called The Derivative. Um, there's an episode from March 11th, 2011. The title is called Taming the Tales with Long Tail Alphas veneer bonsali and basically he'll talk about his thoughts on hedging and how to monetize and just his kind of his philosophy on approaching 
um, hedging tail risk. So listen to that episode and that'll kind of give you some ideas um, in terms of um, how you might want to manage this hedge. Okay. Um, so that's all I had for today. I'll do another episode at some point, maybe a couple days or next week on just my thoughts generally on um, my philosophies on hedging, sizing it, and um, just kind of my take on uh, and my approach. Um, but I just want to get this out because I know a lot of people were asking about the VIX call ladder since um, apparently um, Option Alpha took it off YouTube for, for some reason. So anyways, uh, let's leave it there for today. Um, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on most of the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find more of my content in my trading page at www.thetradebusters.com where you can find all of my strategy mechanics, trade logs, essays I've written, and other podcasts I've recommended, just like the one I just uh, mentioned in this episode. I'll leave a link in the, the show notes as well. And finally, you can follow me on Twitter at The Trade Buster. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.